Riley drops back, looks, looks, dances, and throws, and he's going deep down the field. Oh, what a catch by Darrell Walker, who skips his way to the end zone. He'll drop it off to Pouillon, twists it back to McDavid, inside to Everly, reach shot, score! Three, nothing, Jordan Everly from Connor McDavid, and the Oilers are pouring it on, Craig Anderson and the hapless Senators. And it's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. Now, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on the voice of your Oilers and Eskimos. 6.30 Chad. It's the show that's planning a coup d'etat against Bob Layton. Inside Sports on 6.30 Chad at 6.07. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Darnell Nurse. We had a bit of a bad boy last night against the San Jose Sharks. I know a lot of you liked it, but that doesn't mean he's going to get away with it. Darnell Nurse will have a hearing tomorrow with the Department of Player Safety facing a suspension for going after Roman Polak. We will talk about that tonight. Even more important than that, I think, from last night's 3-0 loss to the Sharks is what new oiler Patrick Maroon said after the game. And we will get to that clip and some of your reaction as we move along here as well. Kelly Rudy on the show tonight, former CFL kicker Paul McCallum. We have a special couple of special in-studio guests later on as well. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. My name is Reed Wilkins. This is Inside Sports on 630 Ched. And uh, yes, the Oilers off to Minnesota. They flew this afternoon. They practiced in Leduc. Then they flew and uh, they will play tomorrow against the Minnesota Wild. And, of course, we will have it for you on 6.30, Chad. 4.30 for the face-off show, 6 o'clock for the drop of the puck. Will they have Darnell Nurse? Will they have uh, Matt Hendricks? He didn't practice today, a little banged up. Um, but, you know, with Hendricks, he's uh, he's pretty tough. I'm sure he's going to try to go. Adam Party and Andre Sekera didn't practice either. And uh, Jordan Osterley has been called up from the farm. So the lineup, a bit of a mystery for tomorrow night. I can tell you that when it comes to the forward lines, McDavid centered Hall and Cassian. Dreisaitl was between Maroon and Eberle, Latestu with Korpakoski and Yakupov, Lander with Cracknell and Pakarinen with Gazdick rotating in. So uh, Hendricks would fit in there somewhere in the bottom six if he can go tomorrow. Um, the, the phone lines are open, 780-496-0063. You can also text us at 630-630. I'm going to start off with the Darnell Nurse thing, and I know this has been talked to death over the last 21 hours or so uh, since it happened. Uh, I'm, I mean, look, Darnell Nurse, I think, will be suspended. 3 nothing, and Polak steps out of the box as Yakupov gained the line for Edmonton. Puts the brakes on and then threw a pass into open space. Darnell Nurse did well to hold the zone initially, and now he's going to start pummeling Roman Polak for that hit on Hendricks and land a couple of chopping right hands, and now an inside uppercut flattens Roman Polak. And the Sharks are saying two minutes for instigation. Well, yeah, and it should have been two minutes for instigating. I, I mean, the, the 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 way the officials called it in my mind was was mind-bogglingly wrong. It, I mean, you can say what you want about Polak and how he plays and and the things he may have been doing to agitate the Oilers earlier in the game. He wasn't fighting. Even if he was fighting, Nurse clearly instigated it, and he should have got an instigator penalty. Um, it's it's an element that the Oilers haven't had in their lineup. 
It doesn't mean it's right. I, I think if that happened against the Oilers, most of you would be irate. And that's fair. It's sports. You don't have to be reasonable. You're going to favor your team over other teams. You're going to look the other way or at least look partially the other way if one of your guys does that. Bottom line is Darnell Nurse broke the rules. He, he did something that is completely suspendable. I would suspect he will get a game. I think it would be excessive if he got more than that. And we will see if it makes a difference in the future about how Darnell Nurse and his Oilers teammates are treated. And if there is an intimidation factor now coming with Nurse and the Oilers because he did that. That is what remains to be seen. Darnell Nurse did not speak to the media today after practice in Leduc. Todd McClellan would not speak uh, directly about the incident. Matt Hendricks had this to say about Darnell. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way he plays. He has to play that way. Um, I know he's a young a young player in this league, but he plays a man's game. And, 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 and we've seen that from him all season. You know, it, it was a play that, like I said, was accidental. It wasn't, there was no intent, but... At the same time, Darnell, he's trying to, to make a name for himself at this level, and he's a competitor, and he wants to stick up for his teammates. He's a leader. He's been a leader at every level that he's played at, and he's trying to bring that game to this level. Now, look, here, here's what's going on. It, it looked very violent when it first happened, the Polak-Hendricks play. When you saw it again, there there wasn't a lot of contact there, and I certainly don't think it was intentional. Nurse doesn't know that. He knows his team is losing. They're losing badly on home ice. They're getting shut out. He sees a guy that has stood up for his teammates go flying into the boards. So Nurse has that in his makeup to go do something about it. By the way, here's how Hendricks described the uh, original collision. Puck was coming behind the net there, and, and uh, it was kind of a race for the puck. I had a little bit of inside position, and you know, when I watch it, I mean, even right away, I knew it wasn't intentional. Nothing that he, he didn't do that intentionally. I think his stick just caught the back of my skate just enough to for me to lose an edge. I was on one on one foot there, trying to trying to get inside position. All right, so Hendricks recognizing, you know, accidental, not intentional. You know, whatever. Nurse went out and did what he did. Does it bother you that an oiler crossed the line? You know, a team that's been overly timid for several years. The, I know the consensus on overtime open line was was that most people didn't have a problem with it. Uh, I, I hope most of you, though, are objective enough to realize that just because an oiler did it doesn't mean it is right in the eyes of the league and, and, and that there will be a, will be a suspension. I mean, I, I'd be surprised if he wasn't suspended. Um, Dave texting into 630-630. It was nice for Nurse to step up showing the Oilers are not going to stand for cheap shots from other teams. Todd McClellan, again, didn't comment on the specific incident, but did have this to say about Nurse in general. I think Darnell has a, uh, you know, he's big, he's strong. He knows that that's an asset uh, for him um, night in and night out. And... Um, he uses that to his advantage. There's some other areas of the game that he obviously needs to work on, but uh, you know the ability to play, um, um, you know, a hard-checking game is in uh, is in his uh, toolbox. Now that's completely separate than uh, than what happened last night. All right. So McClellan, I mean, look, he he said he'll talk about it more tomorrow once the, a possible suspension is announced after the hearing, all that kind of stuff. He, you know, I think. Fair enough. He's got to be careful today. 
we've seen it before. Nurse is mean. Nurse can get very close to the edge or perhaps go over the edge. Is that a bad thing for the team to have? Probably not. Are, are you prepared to live with the odd penalty and or suspension throughout Nurse's career if he plays like that? I was, uh, I would wager that most of you would say probably not. And I did find it interesting that this happened with Nurse on a night where Brian Marchment was honored as the uh, once an Oiler, always an Oiler, as the Edmonton Oilers alumni. A guy who from where, from what I can remember when he played in the late 90s, and it's not like I was a kid, I was an adult, uh, he didn't mind injuring the odd guy or doing things that were questionable because he liked to intimidate and he, and he liked to play that way. And most of you who followed the team at that time liked him. And look, if you listen to this show, you know I'm not a huge fan of fighting as as it exists to some extent in the NHL. I, I, I understand why it's there and how it can help diffuse situations. I'm, I'm glad that most of the stage fights are the game. I don't like cheap shots, and I think they should be penalized. I also understand why emotional, aggressive players within the confines of a hockey game sometimes do them. We have Barry, 780-496-0063. Good evening, Barry. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Yeah, first-time caller. Thanks for having me. Right on. Um, I, I've been an Oiler fan for years and years, and yeah, I'm sick and tired of these guys running at our marquee players with no consequences. Like, that, that guy could have let up and, and not not take him into the boards, like they could have done the same with Connor McDavid. They don't care, and there's no consequences. These are marquee players and players that are, you know, um, trying to make the Oilers better. So it's nice that somebody finally has some stones and goes after these guys. You so, know, you remember back to the Semenko days, nobody touched Gretzky and took a cheap shot at him. If not, there was known consequences. Well, I think I, I see, Barry, I disagree with you there, and I've talked about this before. The stars are always going to take some kind of abuse, and I think they have to live with that and to some extent deal with it themselves. But you're right, there were times Semenko simply grabbed a guy and, and beat the crap out of him. My question to you, Barry, and the question of the night is, if you tune into Oilers now at noon or check your phone or whenever it's going to be announced, and you see Darnell Nurse says, I, I think he's going to get a game. If, if it turns out to be a three-game suspension, are you willing to live with that? Are you willing to have to live through the agony of maybe watching Nikita Nikitin play on defense or an inexperienced Jordan Osterley play because Nurse did that? Well, I, I want to say yes because um, I was in, involved in sports my whole life, and you've got to set the tone of what kind of player. Like, he's doing this thing, so people are going to think twice next time that they got somebody that's got the stones that's going to be able to stick up for one of our guys. Like, it's ridiculous how many injuries you have on marquee players. Uh, yeah, some of them are dumb penalties by having, you know, trying to stop a puck with the front of your hand and that sort of stuff. But, right. you know, all the all the people that's been injured this year, last year, the year before, and it just, oh, uh, no big deal, let's just let it go and that sort of stuff. You got to, you know, this team has to be tougher. Barry, you're welcome to call again. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We got to do a break, Mike. You are up next. You can also text six thirty six thirty. Inside Sports on six thirty. Chet.
Your home for breaking news and expert opinion. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Couple people texting in about Chris Pronger. Well, Chris Pronger was a mean, nasty player who could also play the game at an extremely high level. That was a pretty special combination. This texter says, I have no problem with Darnell standing up and no problem with a one-game suspension. Other teams need to take note that maybe the Oilers will be a new group, maybe a little tougher to play against as long as the team doesn't become made up of only goons. So I don't think uh, that is going to happen, but I understand what you're saying. Unnamed texter. We have a caller named Mike, 780-496-0063. Hey, Mike, you're on with Reed. Reed, how are you? Doing great. Right on. Hey, I listen to your show quite frequently. I enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, I just got to say up front, though, that uh, my um, my whole life here, I've been a I've been a huge hockey fan. Like ever since uh, ever since way back before uh, Don Cherry and Ron McLean were even on on the show. And uh, you know, I got to say that the game has changed. It, it's changed a lot. Yeah. So you know, that being said, um, the players are going to change. But you know, there again, uh, we've we've got a lot of players out there that are fast, and they're they're you know they're going to get chippy. There's a lot of speed in the game, but. We, we still need guys in the game that can that can still go out and, and you know, they're big, they're strong, and Darnell's, Darnell's young, and he's, he's still got a lot to learn. It's hard to compare him to, to Chris Pronger. I know there wasn't a comparison, but, you know, Chris Pronger was, was quite a bit farther along in his career when he really bloomed. But I don't know. Like, what's what, what can a guy say? I, I, I think the game has changed so much, but at the same time, we still need some grit there. That grit can never go away. If it does, hockey will never be the same. Well, and I think I think you're right. As much as the the game has changed, there there are some some basics that are always going to apply. And one of those is that you know physical play and aggression are always going to be important. The 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 way that that happens in a game could happen. I mean, it's not going to happen through line brawls anymore. So maybe it happens through you know physical forechecking or the odd incident like Nurse does. Uh, does that does like like he did last night? I mean that it's just it's always going to be that game where you're allowed to hit, and it's always going to be emotional, and there are lines that are going to be crossed. Look, did did Nurse cross a line? Yes, he did. I mean, I got a texture calling in. He says, "Reed, quit being a wuss." Nurse gets a suspension, big deal. The rest of our games mean nothing anyway. I mean, I don't th- I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's wimpy to say that Nurse is going to get a suspension. I think I'm just basing it on. <laughs> the recent history of how the NHL deals with these incidents. Well, and there's been, you know, to be fair, I mean, if um, if somebody could ask Darnell the question, I'm sure that uh, if he'd have seen it, now, now that he's probably seen the replay, he probably realizes, holy crap, I, I, I went a little too far here. But at the same time, you know, he's also sent a message that, yeah, I mean, we need, the, we need the grit on the team. The Oilers have a huge amount of speed. They've got a huge amount of talent. And I've been saying, even to my wife, she's probably tired of hearing me say it, but I've been saying for a long time that they need not grit to beat people up at every game, but something something in the background to say, hey, you know what, if I'm going to go into the boards, I'm going to take McDavid into the boards, I better be willing to face the consequences, regardless of, of whether or not it's an accident or not. But yeah, it's well, be, it's, it's just... There is a lot of intensity, you're right, there's a lot of intensity. I, I've played hockey, I used to play it lots, and, and you're right, your emotions get away and get carried away, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, it's just overall a team that doesn't do whether it's what Nurse did. Or they they don't they don't do enough forechecking. They don't have enough guys like Maroon who will occupy space in front of the net. They don't have enough guys who clear the front of their own net. It's 
It's it's everything. It's it's almost every box that you could tick off under the subheading of physical hockey. The Oilers aren't able, haven't been able to tick it off. Absolutely, like they need a Cam Neely. They need a power forward. They, they need someone who can go in there that's big and heavy and can play. They need they need someone that's got the grid of Darnell Nurse, but the hockey sense and the maturity to to deal with what goes on behind the blue line. Mike, thanks a lot for calling, man. Appreciate it. I'm going to get Rob in here as well before the 6.30 news, and I want to get into that maroon comment from last night because I think it's really important. Rob, but uh, you got about a minute and a half here, buddy. Perfect, Reed. Thanks for taking the call. Yeah, just chiming in. In the heat of the moment in the game last night and where the Oilers are, I think what we need is that emotion. I think that that's important. Uh, I don't mind the rougher stuff. In, in the game, uh, I think there's a place for it still, but I don't like the cheap shots. You're right, 100%. If that would have happened to one of our players, we'd be ticked off huge. Uh, I think if 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 it actually had been a dirty play, which I agree it was not, you know, Hendricks went in on his own accord for, for the most part, then it's a different story. But it, the emotion that Nurse showed is something that I think we still need moving forward. Uh, he deserves a suspension. Uh, if Polak would have got his gloves off, we'd maybe have a different story. He didn't have time to even get them off the way Nurse went at him, but that emotion is what we need to harness with him and to pass on to the rest of the team, right? Yeah. So, you, so you're gonna you're gonna live with a. I mean, I don't I don't think he should get more than a game, but you'll live with a game, eh? Well, I'll live with it. Like I said, moving forward, I hope he learns from it. I hope he tames that down just a little bit because the circumstances really didn't warrant what he did. But based on, I mean. Uh, you know, my seats are down towards the Oilers bench, and what I saw was a dirty play at at the time, right? Until you saw the replay, you didn't realize it was just an accidental, you know, contact, right? So, yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to live with our, our good players getting suspended. That's never anything that we want, but somebody's got to step up, and if it is the, you know, if it is the big guns right now, hopefully that translates to, to some of the other players, and, and, and some team takes note. Like I said, I don't, you know... Cold cocking a guy when he doesn't even have his gloves off is nothing I want to see in the game. But in the heat of the moment last night, uh, I'm not totally unhappy with it. Rob, thanks for calling, man. Take care. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Our old friend Chris from Phoenix is up after the news, and we'll talk a little bit about oh those scrappy Oilers. I told you it was too early to label that. The Patrick Maroon clip coming up. This is Oscar Kleffbaum from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to the Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio 6:30. Shad. Will we see Mr. Kleffbaum again this season? I do not know. The NHL announcing more outdoor games today. Of course, we'll have the Oilers and the Jets in Winnipeg on October 23rd. You can add the Centennial Classic at BMO Field in Toronto on New Year's Day. Wings at Leafs. The next day, the Winter Classic, Chicago at St. Louis at Bush Stadium. Next February 18th at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh. The Penguins home to the Flyers. NHL action tonight. The Islanders and the Maple Leafs are tied 2-2 late in the second period. Uh, the Blackhawks and Blues playing tonight. No score late in the first. Four other games still to come later, including the Predators and the Flames. This is Inside Sports. My name is Reed Wilkins. We're taking you through your Action Furnace Oilers report. Action Furnace, home of the fixed right or its free guarantee. You can visit actionfurnace.ca. Jordan Osterley called up from the farm. Darnell Nurse will have a hearing tomorrow with the Department of Player Safety. And we have Chris from Phoenix on the line. Chris, thank you for calling. Hey, uh, before I get to my uh, topic here, uh, 
So essentially, next year we're going to have an AHL team versus an NHL team in, uh, in an outdoor classic. Is that the first time it's ever happened? You know, the AHL, AHL Marlies versus the <laughs> NHL Red Wings? Hey, maybe the Leafs will be good by then. And hopefully the yeah, Oilers will be I, good too. <laughs> I, I doubt it with the Leafs. They're uh, whatever. Well, you know what? <laughs> they, they will be because because they're going to wait to sign McDavid. Then they're going to end up signing Tavares like, what, in a couple years. And then this year they're going to sign Samco. So, you know, because everybody – Anybody who's everybody in the NHL wants to play for the Leafs, right? Yeah, for a million dollars a year. They'll all just take minimum yeah, deals. You know, yeah, because it's, it's the center of the hockey universe. <laughs> well, anyway, um, now to my topic here. Uh, the next jersey I'm going to buy is going to be a Darnell Nurse jersey, and I'm going to put an A on the front of it. I don't care if he gets the A or not. Uh, I can see this kid being an alternate. Um, I could even see this kid being captain, even though he's probably not going to be because it's going to be McDavid. But we had a player, and I'm not comparing – I don't like comparing players, but, you know, back in the 80s, we had Messier who policed the ice, um, even though we had the tough guys. But he actually, you know, he stood up for his teammates. And he also, uh, from from rumors and, and, and talk around the uh, NHL, he actually uh, policed his own dressing room too. So I can see Nurse doing that both on the ice and, and hopefully eventually getting a leader role to where, you know what, he can call out some players in his dressing room if they're not uh, – you know, giving it uh, all on the ice. And as far as, as what he did yesterday, last night, I have no problem with that. You know, I'm getting sick and tired, and I know Oilers fans are getting sick and tired of seeing our star players, our players on stretchers, on the IR, getting just getting, you know, you know pummeled and, and, and teams coming in here and, and picking on our players. And if it takes a, a nurse or, or a maroon or a Cassian to, you know what, to go and tool some of their, their players, I'm all for it. I know not every single NHL player that comes in here and, and, and plays against us is, is probably going to you know, be afraid of, of the Oilers. But you know what? There's going to be a player out there that's going to that's gonna just think twice before they take a run at one of our players. And I guarantee you, and I guarantee you that the players on the San Jose bench were taking notice last night when their big boy Pollock was getting, getting his, his face handed to him. You know? So they have no problem. Should Nurse have handled it maybe a little bit differently? Yeah, but you know what? He's a 20-year-old kid. He's sticking up for a player that has, as long as he's been here, Hendricks has stuck up for every single player when, when he's given the opportunity. He's taken a beating. He's taken a slap shot off the junk. He's, he's, he's fought um, Branson, who was like a foot taller than him and probably 20, 30 pounds heavier than him, and he answered the bell. So you know what? Good for Nurse, and I don't mind seeing that. And if he does it again, so be it. He does, he does it again. Maybe next time Pollock will man up and drop the gloves. Uh, that's all I have. Great show, Reed. Let's go Oilers and put an A on Nurse eventually, hopefully soon here. Bye. Chris from Phoenix. He's always a beauty. Thanks for the call, Chris. We also have Al on the line. Hello, Al. You're on Inside Sports with Reed. What's shaking, man? Hey, Reed. I got two points. Okay. Um, okay. The first one is uh, some people are missing this, uh, and I'll tell you what it is. And then the second point. Uh, the first point is my lady friend forced me to watch the Maple Leafs uh, games over the last month and a half, okay? And Polak was on that team. Now, you can get your friend there, your assistant, uh, to look on, get some video uh, stuff on Polak, and you'll see. When he's playing for the Leafs, he did, he checked people from behind lots. One time, he checked the guy to the boards. He got five minutes. I think he got, he, they jumped him. He got kicked out. There's not much time left. I don't, matter, I don't know what the score was. It doesn't matter what the score is with him. If they're ahead or behind. Now, what's the worst play in the NHL? Point two, that 
that you will do something about getting hit from behind into the boards, right? Even in recreation hockey. So uh, he gets traded to the Sharks. He does this again late in the game because I because I was forced to watch you know Leafs games, right? And I said this guy Polak, he's hitting these guys from behind, and he gets two minutes for boarding, and and then um, this happens, and someone uh, you know nurse a young kid sees this, and he hangs a licking on him. Um, you know, he's going to get suspended, fine. But this this may be good for Polak where he thinks twice before he hits somebody and really hurts their neck or their back or something. And and the nurse will get suspended because he didn't he wait, didn't wait for him to start swinging. So, I mean, you could, there's evidence. Check it out. Uh, you'll find about four or five incidents where Polak has hit players from behind or came close to it or made it look like he didn't hit him from behind. He has his little cross-check across the back, and he pushes players' face into the front. Um, that's my point, and um, uh, I, I'm, it's good that the orders are sticking up for themselves. Uh, what do you think, Reed? Uh, well, I, you've obviously seen more of Polak than I have, Al. Um, but, I mean, look, I'll, I'll, I understand why it happened with Nurse. I understand he got emotional. He didn't fully understand what happened with Hendricks, and he thought he had to do something. And he's going he's, he's gonna to get suspended. Uh, and I'd sooner that he tried to actually fight the guy than did something from behind or sucker punched him from behind, because then I would probably be quite angry about it if that happened. Daniel is on the line. Good evening, Daniel. Hey, hey, how's it going, Reed? I'm doing very well, man. Okay, first I have to name a disclaimer here, okay? I am over 50 years old. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, so when, when I watched hockey at its best, Nowadays, people would probably pick at Rexall Place for for the <laughs> the violence. Fair so, enough. So to to all those people out there who who uh, who feel that uh, you know this sort of thing is not part of hockey, well, uh, gee, what can I say to that? I guess I'm getting old. Um, I commend Darnell for what he did. I don't. Uh, I really don't care whether or not. He actually made contact. I thought that uh, San Jose uh, was at times taking liberties that weren't getting answered. Um, you know, if there's one thing that that I loved about the Oilers who who won the cups was that it was one for all and all for one. And if you hit, well, I'll never forget. And I believe it was Riseboro who was interviewed years ago. And it was his rookie, I, I, I think it was him, but it was a rookie flame, and he bumped into Gretzky. He said, you know, I bumped him, but I, I didn't run him. I, I just bumped him. And he said, you know, before that period ended, every single oiler on that team skated up to me and said, you won't finish the game. <laughs> right. And, he, and he said he could not believe it. You know, he said, you know, of course, it didn't, it didn't scare him or intimidate him, but he said it really showed me that, you know, in this, it's a team thing, and when you go after one, you go after them all. And I, I am so, I, I so admire Darnell for doing what he did to send a message. And I, and I, I don't, I, I'm not one who, I'm not, I'm not saying that I want slap shot hockey in Edmonton. And obviously, that's not. Well, it's not going to happen like that. Yeah. You know, that's not what I'm saying. But you know, I, I'm a firm believer it's better to give than received. I, you know, I played football, I played hockey. They're rough sports. They're tough sports. There's a lot of intimidation. Sometimes you receive more than you give, and sometimes you give more than you receive. But 
these people who just have this attitude of of just wanting to to have it you know to be I don't know. Well, I, here's the thing, Daniel. Me, it, it just drives me crazy. You've obviously listened to to this this show before when I've been oh, doing it for years and, and, before you were born. <laughs> and so I I a lot of times when I talk about ag- aggression, I'm not even talking about fighting. I'm talking about can the Oilers possibly go out and maybe forecheck in the first five minutes of the game? You yeah. know, well the can Philadelphia you... game I thought was the classic was classic old time Oiler hockey. That that's the way the Oilers used to play. Right. The, the, and why the, they won so many cups. The, and if you remember, yes. and you can look this up, and if I'm wrong, I apologize, but when Messi, when the Gretzky list Oilers won the cup, the first player Messi handed the cup to, I'm not sure if you remember, it was Dave Brown. And he didn't play a game in the whole Stanley Cup series. And that, that, that goes to show you what type of player, what those players mean. And they're the guys who stand up and straighten out the ice. The problem is now is they stick in the instigator rule and they allow things to go on the ice and then they what what do they do? They hire bureaucrats with stripes to go out there and try and straighten things out. Well that doesn't help the game. Okay, Daniel. All that does is handle the responsibility to others when it should be in the hands of the players and that's where I wish it was. Can 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 you do me a favor here? Sure. Because I, I want to segue into my other topic that I oh, that no I actually problem. wanted to spend more time on. I'm going to play a clip from last night. I'm going to put you on hold so you can hear it, and then I'm going to yeah. give you the first listener reaction to it, okay? No problem. Okay, hang on, Daniel. This is Patrick Maroon after the game when I asked him about allowing the early goal. We hung our heads, and uh, we, didn't, we just deflated. I thought we didn't play a good hockey game at all. Um, when they get a goal, you just see our bench deflate, and it's like, here we go again. Well, I think we got to respond better to that. We got to play better hockey, and we got to hold each other accountable. You know, this is a hard league, but it can't be individual stuff. We got to play together as a team and as a group. Now, Daniel, as an Oilers fan, doesn't that bother you a little bit? That a guy who's been here a week is noticing, well, we gave up an early goal. And I thought Maroon was the best oiler last night, though Talbot recovered after the first period. We got a new oiler saying, what's going on? So we're down well, one nothing. Why would we put our tail between our legs for 40 well, minutes? This is something that I, I have to totally agree with, Patrick. And, and if you had been talking to me personally, you know, over the last few months prior to the trades, I would have said to you, there's something wrong in our dressing room. And, and what I mean by that is that, there, there seems to be too much acceptance of losing, and too little, uh, uh, too little tenacity for 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 when when the, when the going gets tough, the tough get going, and it, it just seems like this team does deflate, and and to me it, it's it's pretty sad considering how much these people are paid, and if I did that at work, I certainly wouldn't have a job, but nonetheless, I, I agree with him, but. You know, he's one of the people that we've brought in to hopefully turn that around. And when I see a Darnell Nurse do what he did last night, now, you know, I had this is the one thing I've noticed as well as with the Oilers is late in the game, they will suddenly all of a sudden start to wake up. It's too know, late. It's too of, late. Of, but it's too late. There's nothing yeah, to lose by then, then, right? It, yeah, there's, there's nothing. You can't do anything by then. It's like they want to avoid the bag skate if that's still even allowed by the, by the, by the players' union. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, just, I, I just hope that the, the, the lineup starts reflecting and, and building on, on the type of character we need where we're 
you know, when I played, I was always told, do not retaliate, initiate, initiate. Yeah, initiate. yeah, yeah. You've yeah. got to take the play to people. And, you know, I don't know if you remember Steve Dykstra. He was a good friend of mine. I played up, grew up playing hockey with him. He played for a little while and uh, made a mistake of fighting Nystrom, his first fight in the NHL. I won't tell you how that went. But, um, you know, you got to initiate. And the Oilers have got I, that Philadelphia game was the best game by far of the year they played. And they were emotionally in the game for 60 minutes. And it showed. Daniel, I got to go, but thanks for calling, man. Oh, I always enjoy your show, Reed. You make some great comments, and uh, all the best to you. Right on. Thanks, Daniel. Okay, Dale and Jed up next, but it's 648. i got to take a break. Inside Sports on Jed. It's showtime at Pizza 73. Pizza 73 presents Dinner and a Movie. Get two medium two-topper pizzas with a free two-liter of Coke and a free two-for-one Cineplex movie admission for only 20 bucks. That's a savings of $18. Now playing dinner, drinks, and a movie for 20 bucks. It's showtime at Pizza 73. You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chat. All right, thanks for tuning in tonight. Kelly Rudy coming up. Paul McCallum as well. Man, the guy played like a quarter century of professional football. He'll be on at 7.30 tonight. 780-496-0063. We got Dale on the line. We're talking some Oilers stuff. By the way, they called up Jordan Osterley today. Hey, Dale, what's going on? Hey, Reed, how's it going? Yeah, doing great. Thanks for calling. Hey, uh, segueing from that Patrick Maroon uh, thing that, you're, that you played before the break, um, which is why I think that um, someone like when you're looking at a getting a number one defenseman or maybe number two defenseman, why I think when you got to trade away one of your core. I know people don't like it, but I think one of the reasons that you have to look at somebody like Taylor Hall is that maybe he's been here too long and lost too much. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like, I mean, I think that some of these guys have been here for this total rebuild twice in a row or whatever we've been doing for the last six, seven years. I think that it's starting to wear on them. I think that it's starting to get, you know, get to some of them. And you can see it, you know, on the ice. And, you know, here we are again at the end of the season with nothing on the line. And, and you can just see you know, a new guy that comes in that's only been with the team for a week can see it mm-hmm. you know, right away. Um, now, segueing that into the, going into the Darnell Nurse thing, I don't know if you talked about it before, but what does it say to the NHL that they have to step in to do something that the referees felt they didn't have to do during the game? Well, I, I, I'm flabbergasted that the refs wouldn't give Nurse uh, an instigator penalty. Like, and and, how did, and Polak he, wasn't he, even he fighting. Absolutely, he absolutely deserved an instigator. I, I have no problem with, you know, him, you know, having a little bit too much, uh, you know, maybe a little too much excitement and wanting to, you know, get retribution for his first teammate. I have no problems with that. Uh, he'll suffer the consequence, which will probably be a one-game suspension. But there's that rule in place which is you start a fight instigate a fight in the last minute of play or whatever it is you're automatically get a one game suspension how does the nhl let uh, how do the referees you know and this goes back to to other things that happen when you see a guy get hit from behind and all of a sudden the referee calls it a boarding penalty you know like it, it they change change it so that they don't want to punish a guy too much because 
I don't know if they, they don't want they didn't want to see him get suspended because they thought maybe he was stick up for a teammate. But the rules are the rules. Like, and I think it, it's an embarrassment that the NHL has to actually step in to to do something that when it should have been done already. Well, there or not was it was right or not. What was it earlier this week or late last week that Domi got the automatic? Uh... Yeah. And I mean, so did, yeah. I mean, it's it's been called. It's been called this month, and yeah. And I mean, I'm glad most Oilers fans are are objective about it, where they realize, like, okay, he did something wrong. He's probably going to get in trouble. Why did it have to come to this? Why did it yeah. have to come to a hearing? Like, I I just don't understand because they as soon as they announce the penalties and it was two for roughing, and then they give Polak five for I fighting. I couldn't believe it. Like I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I thought it should, you know, at even if you're going to do anything, give him a five, give Nurse five for fighting, give Polak two for roughing. That's what like, I thought was going to happen. Know, that's what I thought. And then all of a sudden, at two for roughing, wasn't well, that an instigator penalty? A two for roughing? Like I don't understand. I, I, I hope that the NHL behind the scenes talks to the referees association and says, look, you know, either we got to call this thing or we don't, because I, I think it looks bad in the fact that they got to say the next day, well, we're going to give Darnell Nurse a hearing because the referees that, that, that were refereeing the game yeah. didn't feel like giving them the penalty. Dale, thanks for calling, man. Thanks very much. All right, and last call this hour is good to go to Jed. Jed, how have you been? Hey, Reed, how's it going? Good, good to um, hear from you. What we're seeing in the last couple weeks is you're seeing the young guys coming forward. You're seeing the new guys coming in. And you know what? The loser mentality is getting taken out of that dressing room. Like, you watch some of these guys, when they lose the puck, they drag their head. And that's exactly what he said last night. He said, you know what? The first 45 minutes, we sucked. And you've seen it. They, they lose the puck. A couple of these guys that have been sitting around for the last four or five years, they just, whatever, let them go the other way. But you're starting to see a turnaround now. You're starting to see Nurse. You're starting to see Clefbaum. You're starting to see McDavid. Now you've got uh, these two new guys coming in, and they're starting to turn it. And by summertime, mark my words, you got the coaching staff. He's even coming up now, and he's saying, hey, boys, I'm hanging this on you. I'm not sitting back and seeing the BS. We still got you, Jed, or are you done? I think we lost him, but I, I, I understand Jed's point for, for sure. I want to do a little bit more on that Maroon comment, just play another couple of clips connected to it, and uh, Kelly Rudy will weigh in on Darnell Nurse and what Maroon said as well. Of course, Inside Sports is presented by AMA. Be listening tomorrow for your Alberta Motor Association's Oilers Hockey, AMA Safety and Savings for your family, Oilers in Minnesota. 4.30 for the face-off show. The game will start at 6. Just a uh, one-game trip for the Oilers, then five in a row at home starting Saturday against Arizona. Nugent Hopkins might play that game. If not, I would think he would be back Monday against the Nashville Predators. Reed Wilkins with you. You can always text 63630. The email, by the way, insidesports at 630chad.com. Back after the news and weather.